Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Block and Gather. This is your 18-minute podcast to the spa and wellness industry. I'm going up north to Chicago uh, today. A long, long, well, she's way younger than I am, so I can't say long, long time, but a very dear friend, Cassandra Stratton. We're going to call her Cassie today. She's the Director of Aesthetics and Massage for the 13 uh, Mario Tricocci hair salons and day spas. You're going to love meeting her if you don't already know her. Hello, my friend Cassie. How are you? Hello. Hi, Alan. I'm happy to be here. Good. I'm glad you are. And it was funny that we talked about snow already because when I watched a uh, little football over the weekend, it's weird when you're living in Arizona and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and you're going, wait, it's snowing at the football game. Yeah, I know. Well, I keep my apartment like at 75, so it may be cold outside, but I'm nice and toasty. So it's all yeah. Good. Wait, are you working remote or are you working? No, you're in the field a lot, right? Yeah, today I'm I'm working remote today. When I have meetings back to back or if I'm doing some, you know, a lot of phone calls, I'll work from home because otherwise it's too noisy. I'm always in the way if I'm in the field. So today I'm at, uh, I'm at home, but I like to be in the field. I think it's, um, you know, connecting with the team, talking to the managers kind of get my hands or I'll, I'll jump in and do laundry. I think I, I did some loads of laundry the a uh, couple weeks ago. So um, whatever they need, I'm, I'm there for them. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. The, I wanted to talk today about what's it like to be managing 13 facilities and hundreds of people and on and on. But you remind me of an old story when I ran our new life systems and Lotus touch business in Minneapolis. And we had 42 people on the payroll, but everybody was in one location. Those were the old days when people actually all showed up at the office. But um, once a month, there was a rotation. We did all the bathrooms and all the cleaning internally. We did not bring in an outside team. And about once a month, I would go to the gal who kept the schedule and I said, just put me down to clean the bathrooms on Friday. And I would clean both bathrooms in the facility. And it always freaked out a lot of the new people who we might have had coming through. And they used to go, I bet. Is, is, is that the boss cleaning the toilets? But I know that when I did that stuff, mm-hmm. You can ask people to do anything. There's no excuses, right? If you're like, yes. you you did laundry you this week. You gotta lead by example. Stuff. Yeah, you gotta lead by example. Absolutely. That's, there's, you gotta walk the talk, right? And, well, and- um, yeah, I have no shame in, in getting on the floor <laughs> and scrubbing. So, I mean, it it's, I'm responsible for that experience. So if someone comes in and is like, well, the bathrooms were kind of dirty and I was there, like, I just need to go and make sure and check and I'll do it myself. And, you know, and we'll get, you know, team members that if I'm doing that stuff, they're like, it's not part of my job. You know, I'm, you know, I'm busy already. I'm like, I get it. But if you see it, own it, you tell somebody, you know, to make sure it gets done because it falls in there. It's their home. It should be sparkly and beautiful. And, um, you know, I think we're all responsible for that, but again, I have no shame on getting dirty. No, I love the expression own it. Because that's yeah. so critical to, I don't care what job or what field you're in, own your job. You know, do it the right. I don't like all the conversation I'm hearing about quiet quitting and work for wage. And that's kind of slow down work. It's like, your dad didn't raise you that way. My dad didn't raise right. me that way. You give extra effort. That's how you climb through right. the 
the system, not by doing less, but by doing more. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Take us back to the beginning. Cassie, you started as, I think, a massage therapist, if I remember. I give did. us give us the one-minute story yeah. on, on Cassandra's Oh, my Stratton. God. Yeah, you know, my story, like, I've got, I feel like I have, like, the, you know, I've got a dream job, honestly, when, when I talk about um, recruiting new massage therapists, which is, you know, like, number one business right now that it's top priority for me, but... I will give them my example. I started as a massage therapist. You know, I wanted to work in a beautiful, serene setting, but do therapeutic massage. And so, you know, I found Tricochi. I'm originally from Seattle. So when I came to Chicago, I had no idea what Tricochi world was like, but I walked into one of our locations, saw the two escalators and like the angels started to sing. Like this was my place. So started as massage therapist, busted my butt, opened up a new location. You know, I had to build up my clientele based on my own transition into some, well, I'm very like, I kind of, I, I do a lot of talking. So to my, my, you know, superiors. So the director at the time, you know, I was always in her ear and she kind of said, you know, how about doing some training for me? Cause I always had some more ideas how to make our protocols better. And, um, eventually she's like, like, okay, let's do some training. So I started in some training and then eventually it got so busy. I transitioned into um, like the educator role, which included hiring, training, full-time, right? Came off the floor after about eight years and uh, transitioned into education. And then I think about five, six years after that, I have to go back on my dates, but later down the road, took over the director of massage position. Um, and I was doing that for no, you know, that was like almost 12 years, just doing overseeing massage. The department ran itself at that point. My team knew what the expectations were, you know, they knew how, um, you know, how to, to really go above and beyond when I give them some, um, I guess when I give them some directives, you know, they know what they need to do. So it was a very easy role for me. And um, about two and a half years late or two and a half years ago, I took over the aesthetic position, which I am not an esthetician, but I have a wonderful team of advisors who are the best of the best in the um, in the aesthetic field. And I rely on them for all my like all my directives. Um, maybe not all of them, but most of, think- most of them when it comes to protocol. You've done all this and you're only 25 years old. How amazing is that? <laughs> you must have started when you were 10, right? <laughs> I love it. Love okay. you for that. Yes. Let me bring our, our listeners up to speed because you you made a lot of good points along your, your career so far. I love uh, that you walked into a facility and thought, I can work here. I can be here. This looks like me. Yeah. Because I I was listening to uh, Mike Rowe on the radio this morning. He does like the dirty job show or whatever it's called. Yes. And he said, young people today, stop looking for a career for life. You know, when you find something that looks interesting, take the job. Get started. Because we don't know where it's going. But you you took a Mm -hmm. shot. You started. And so that was, uh, I love that. Um, you built a clientele and I've known you uh, how long, a dozen years, let's say, but your personality, obviously you people come into your sphere of influence and they get stuck. (laughs) What was it like having to turn your clientele over to someone else to take a management job? Yeah. I mean, that was, I found the right person. I'll be honest. Like I, I did hire, I almost hired a 
replace me. And she was, we had the same type of humor, you know, I think um, with, uh, with her coming on board, I, you know, brought her up to speed. And I think, you know, the clients are, you know, as much as how fun I, I, I'm, I am so fun, but I mean, they were coming for my massage. So let's be honest, right. Um, they weren't coming to hang out with me, but I did help that transition of finding the right person to take over some of those guests. And, you know, honestly, it's, um, you know, it, you should always be training your replacement. Alan, we know that, right? You know, I'm yep. not going to be in this position forever. You have to make sure that you are building up the next person, putting them in a, a place of leadership and um, and helping them grow. Because I had an amazing, you know, director when I was hired, Elaine Sauer. She's still my like idol, right? So she brought me in. She mentored me. She showed me the ropes. And she, I think she was the one that said, always be training your replacement. And, um, and that means... I constantly look for somebody that has potentials for growth, for, for leadership that can that can build others. And then she will do the same because we know massage, you can't do this forever. It's exhausting work. So no. um, so that's my that's kind of my gig. Unless you get Eric Stevenson to train your massage therapist heads <laughs> about how to stay in the game a long time. But that's a <laughs> story agree. for another podcast, right? Yes, yes. Um, you bring up an inter another interesting point about training uh, mini-me's, if you will. Mm -hmm. There is a yeah. marvelous series of books out called uh, Top Grading that talks about always improving the staff and getting the staff to be better and better and better. Because let's face it, not everyone is, in your case, Mario Tricocci material. Sometimes, and I'm quoting all the book guys, Jim Collins from Good to Great, you got to give them a transfer oh, yeah. and get them off the bus. They just don't belong with you, right? Yes, right, right. And, and you know, that's you, the when hard you part. empower somebody in a new role, that changes their game too. Like we, this is our first time that we um, we brought in four separate educators, four specialists in their you know in their craft. We brought in two um, estheticians that really are best at the modalities, really the protocol. Then I brought in a waxing specialist. And then I added um, one of our estheticians that's really a specialist in the technology, the hydrofacial, the dermasound, revitapen. So we brought these four specialists together as our team. And so with that, you now have new, new estheticians that are learning from the best in that craft. So it's not one stop shop from one educator that... Yes, I can do technology, I can do waxing, and you can do modalities, but this is now like they're getting the top-notch education in the in I think when when we bring in those educators, it's like what their favorite is. It's where their passion lies. And um I think it's been the best decision. And of course, having these four um educators on staff and working as a team, it's only gonna, you know, make our our current and new estheticians better. So Oh, wonderful. Okay. A few more things you've said, because you yeah. are so full of amazing knowledge at 25 years <laughs> old. Um, you said, say your piece earlier, your manager got tired of, I say that in a tongue in cheek, but got tired of yeah. you saying your piece and finally said, you need to be a manager. I, I think it's critical that people speak up. You know, I always yeah. say it's dumb when we don't say anything, right? People yes. think, oh, it's dumb. I'm going to say this. People think I'm stupid. But that's not the case. You really want your team to speak, don't you? 
Yeah, I do. But you have to find the right balance. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I use a lot of humor with my, my very, you know, sarcasm is my second language. So I would bring, you know, those things up of, you know, why we would want to. And I, you know, and I encourage my team, if they are, you know, complaining about something that's not working for them, then give me a solution. You know, like, you know, I, I need it. You know, I want, what's the solution? You know, do you want, do you want a solution or do you want sympathy? So like, give me that solution to um, what's going on. And then I think that's where the voice is heard a little bit better because it is a partnership. My door is always open, but if you come in just to complain, well then, you know, here's my sympathy ear. But if you're coming in with a solution to a problem, then we're going to make a change. And I think that's where I kind of position um, how I help my team. And I just make sure that empower them to find results and, um, you know, and yeah, speaking up of course, but you know, I'm a people pleaser, so I'm not going to ruffle anyone's feathers. So. Well, actually you probably did. Cause I told your team long in advance, we're going to do this podcast and they all sent me complaint forms with your name on oh, it. Oh gosh. Okay, they did not. They did not. Not not. All right. Next question. Um, What is running? What is it like to have to manage 13 different facilities? Because even though you're all in the greater Chicago land area, I would imagine some of the facilities are different. The demographics are different. Can you address that a little bit? Um, sure. Yeah. You know, every location is a little bit different. You know, we've got a very, we have two uh, flagship locations that are very large, right? We have 24 rooms in one, 16 treatment rooms in the other. Um, and so I may have, you know, 32 staff members on one team. And then one of my smaller teams, we're looking at like five. So, um, you know, it is a little bit like, um, try, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Like, I think I've become a multitasker expert in multitasking, right? Like I'm starting with email and then all of a sudden I have to shift immediately. And, um, you know, and that's okay. As long as I know at the end of the day, you know, what I you know need to get done, if it's, especially if it's a deadline, but you have to be able to wear lots of different hats. You, you know, it, it's, you gotta be a listener. You've gotta be your manager. You gotta be the the leader, you know, I think, and then of course you've got to be that that greeter when a guest walks in the door and you're you know both in the locker room at the same time I'm the first one to say how is your treatments you know so you've got to you know play a lot of different roles and I think ultimately listening and then um um and then just watching so watching the books watching the numbers um and then listening to the team but the best part about my position I can't stress enough is that I have an amazing team that I work with. We are, um, we work so well together. My spa director, Jamie Taylor, you know, we've we worked together far before even, uh, with, before Tricochi, but we, um, you know, I think that's where we, we work best is because we collaborate. And if we didn't collaborate, I think we would be, you know, not where we are today. And, um, I think the success comes from collaboration with our team. We're speaking today with Cassandra Stratton. She is the director of aesthetics and massage. And now that we just learned, wears 13 other hats also uh, at Mario Tricocci Hair Salons and Day Spas. You can find them, by the way. They they have great, and your website's great. Every time I go here and I see the artwork and everything, I know someone has spent a lot of time. But go to tricocci.com. It's T as in Tom, R. I-C-O-C-I, 
tricochi.com. It's an amazing place, even if you don't live in the Chicagoland area. Cassie, in the few minutes we have left, I have a couple other questions. You mentioned of technology because you guys use, well, our, we're still in a hands-on business, but you use facial machines and other pieces of equipment. How important is it that people stay up on technology today, even though we know we're in the touch business? Yeah, are you talking guests or um, employees? Well, I think for the employees primarily, yeah. you know, in terms yeah. of staying well, up think, with technology. Right. So um, I think it is important that our team is on their game. If they are not reading what's happening in the industry, their guests are going to tell them because our guests know more than ever before about what is happening on in the industry. It's at the tips of their fingers with social media. And um, if if my team isn't knowing what is trending or what is going on um, in the technology field or uh, ingredients in skincare, we're missing the boat. So it is an important piece in my position too that to make sure that I'm if I see it I've got to share it. So um, you know I think it's important that we see something new that we share it out to our teams and say hey if I don't I don't have time to to review it now but can you look into it and um, and because our guests are so knowledgeable right now and they have so much information the team has to be on top of their technology and what's going on. So yeah, it, I it can make or break when, a service. Agreed. When I pull up your website, technology's on the top of your spa menu and it goes all the way down to makeup. So we, yeah. we know how critical having a technology is. And we called during the pandemic, we started with all the conversation about no touch and then it went to low touch. But the fact is we're in the touch business and all the surveys we've right. done through like American Spa Magazine or through the association, people still want to be touched. That is the Absolutely. top line and the bottom line is that technology and everything else serves its purpose, but nothing yes. beats a good hands-on massage, no pun intended, They go right? hand in hand. Yeah. You know, I always talk about that technology being a layer to your service. That guest experience is far the, you know, most, the most important piece of that, um, of that guest day and, um, and that building that relationship with the with the technician. Um, but it is really, it's just layering the benefits with technology to enhance. So, um, but absolutely touch can't, you can't avoid that. That's where, they, see, that's why I, they come back. I love talking to you. We, I just looked at my clock We're we're over a minute already. And I, we, I haven't touched all the questions I want to ask. So we'll find another time to do this. Cassandra Stratton. Mm -hmm. Tricochi.com, find them. They're in the Chicagoland area. They're an amazing company. And you, my friend, are an amazing person. Thank you for spending oh, time with it. me today. Thank you. I love it. You're, Thanks, Alan. You're welcome. Have a friends, great day. Remember, Talk to you soon. You too. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.